This is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge. And the intention of these podcasts, this podcast series, is to provide some information and some stories and some skills and hints and tools, perhaps, of what this process is and how to go through it, uh, how to be with it, how to um, ignore and avoid and <laughs> distract yourself from it, which a lot of us are doing right now, and how to step softly into this process. For me, a spiritual immersion process, and I really emphasize that immersion process, is that we are um, consciously choosing to incrementally move ourselves into uh, deeper and deeper uh, levels of knowing ourselves, knowing ourselves as spiritual beings, and knowing ourselves as uh, divine sacred beings in our humanness and our human experiences, but also in our um, in our spiritual essence self. So today I want to focus on one of the uh, major foundations for me of this work, which is that it's fundamental that we utilize, begin to utilize more consciousness, more intelligence, and less automatic thinking, automatic uh, processing. So the reason that I'm focusing on this is because so much of uh, what happens to us in a life, in our life, is based on automatic, instantaneous, impulsive interpretations that we're making without any thought, if you will. It just is. Uh, and in that way, we are not at choice about how to actually choose and how we choose to choose what we choose. So in a sense, uh, most of us are choosing from fear. Most of us are afraid that we are going to be rejected, abandoned, betrayed. Uh, most of us are afraid that we're not safe and we're not smart and we don't have a knowing and that we're going to be wrong. And so we're always looking to other people or other things outside of ourselves that's going to tell us what to do. One of the elements of coaching that for me is really important is the concept that I am a thinking partner for people. And uh, I start out by saying, what is it you want? And then I listen to what people want, not only in terms of the material desires, but also the feelings and the experiences that they are wanting to have by having the material thing that they're looking for. I also ask, what's the obstacles in the way? What's in the way of you having what you say you want? And 99.9 times out of 10, what that what's in the way is the thinking, the interpretations, the judgments, the assessments, the the limited, constrained ideas that keep uh, anything from happening for you because your perceptions are saying, I can't have it for whatever reason. So the second question is, what's in the way? Third question is, what needs to shift so that those obstacles, in a sense, dissipate, dissolve, disappear, and you now have what you want? What needs to shift? The fourth question is, what will you practice to make those shifts so that those obstacles disappear, so that you can have what you say you want? So those four questions, to me, are foundational in any coaching relationship. And I coach myself with those all the time. I can ask myself those questions. And if I truly listen and be present to, 
I'm going to hear the answers. <laughs> and generally, the ones that I don't want to hear is what I have in the way that I don't want to let go of so that because I don't want to let go of it, I'm afraid to let go of, as Yoda says, I'm afraid to let go of what I don't want to lose. But that doesn't allow me to have what I want. It just keeps me from not losing what I'm afraid to lose. So as a coach, a spiritual coach, transformational coach, as a coach, I'm a thinking partner and I'm listening for how you think and what your interpretations are, what your perceptions are, what your opinions are, what your judgments are, and where you're limiting your own potential, where you're limiting your own expansion, uh, where you put your faith and where you don't put your faith. All of those things which are so elementary to uh, cultivating a relationship with who we are beyond the 3D world, beyond our consensus reality. Um, you'll hear me mention the book Oneness a lot because it's one of my Bibles uh, for, uh, for my spiritual evolution process, my spiritual ascendance process. And in the second chapter, it says uh, something like, we are here as human beings to completely reject consensus view of reality. Now, that is a big leap from um, perhaps our toe, <laughs> stepping in with our toe into the water to see if we want to go further to reading something like we're here to completely reject consensus reality, consensus view of reality. And, um, but it gave me that sentence that we're here to completely reject consensus view of reality gave me an idea of, okay, if that's true, if that's what I'm here to do from a spiritual perspective, then I have to start thinking about how I think about things, how I allow thoughts to enter my, my being, my, my mind, how I allow those thoughts to influence me emotionally or energetically, physically, and I, how I allow myself to interpret that as I'm sick or crazy or I'm depressed or um, um, whatever else I am interpreting myself as something most likely negative or wrong and how that further negates and limits my capacities to, um, to have what I want. So again, um, this work as a spiritual immersion process is to begin the process of reclaiming our intelligence. And, uh, and, and as we are doing that, we have to say, you know, this belief that I've been living by for all of my life doesn't work for me anymore. And so I'm going to let that go because that belief doesn't work for me anymore. Um, for instance, I grew up Catholic and there's a lot of dogma uh, involved with Catholicism that didn't work for me. There was some stuff that worked for me. But the concept of hell and being a bad person and original sin, which meant I would never get to heaven, those concepts, um, and that I was sinned and I was damned, those concepts limited my perception of myself as a, as a whole being and a being that's loved by, the, by, by God. And so I had to start making choices based on, in a sense, logical, rational thinking versus here's the belief in the dogma of a particular church and are those actually working for me to, to live in that perspective? And so I had to use, utilize my intelligence, utilize my wisdom, utilize um, a th you know, my truth 
as opposed to just, well, I'm afraid that if I let that go, this was part of my con- conversation. If I'm afraid if I let that go, that they're let go of the idea that there's a hell. Gracie's with me today. Um, if I, if I let go of that, maybe, maybe I'm wrong and maybe there is a hell and maybe, but all those maybes just limit my potential. Gracie, stop limit my potential to explore who I am as a person without sin and only love. And yes, I make mistakes. And can I be in a state of absolution that God forgives me when I say, please forgive me, this was a mistake, and then forgives me rather than me having to carry the guilt and shame. So again, what I'm looking at and wanting to point to is that as a thinking partner, and for you to become your own thinking partner, you begin to look at beliefs and interpretations, looking at your contexts around you, around the world, around love, around uh, possessions, around work and career and creativity, that you begin to say, how, do, how am I looking at this? What's my thinking patterns? And are those patterns working for me? Are they causing me struggle, suffering, and uh, um, limited abilities? to know myself as my fullest expression in my divine self. So that's what I want to leave you with today is the sense of, number one, um, we live our life based on beliefs and in interpretations. We make interpretations like instantaneously before we even have a thought. We have an interpretation and that doesn't make sense, but unconsciously something shows up that says, oh, that's a chair rather than going discovering and exploring, oh, what is this in front of me? This is a chair. But we make our interpretations so quickly about people and places and things and thoughts and opinions and in you know everything that we don't actually give ourselves time to think about it in terms of what's really true about this? And what what am I really thinking about this? What's and how do I utilize the intelligence that I have? so that I'm looking at this with um, like the full bandwidth and not just a limited filter on this perspective. And I want to do that so that I can know myself, who I am versus who I've always tried to be or who I thought I should be uh, or who my parents wanted me to be that I never was. So now I feel guilty uh, or who I should be for my children or my spouse, my partner who I should be for my boss. It's like who I should be is not the one that is actually the spiritual being who's here to learn how to thrive and express ourselves in our fullest, fullest uh, natural creative um, expression. So that's pretty much it for today. I hope that's clear. Um, And we will continue to be working on these um, with, with these ideas and hopefully they'll build over time so that you get a sense of, oh yeah, I see how I'm continually in a state of anxiety because here's what I'm thinking. I was talking to my sister today and she says, I'm worried about this. And I go, well, what's the point of worrying about it? There's no nothing you can do about it. And she goes, you're right, you're right, you're right. And then she says something else about worrying about something else. And we just laughed because that worrying is creating a constrained idea versus what's actually the truth about the situation. Is there really a need to, uh, to be worried? And there isn't. 
So those moments of really looking at that, because she said, you know, and I said, hey, look, I, I just don't even think about that. She goes, I need to cultivate that, that awareness. I need to live that way. Okay, great. I'm excited about that. And then she said, but I'm worried about, and then she goes back into her story, the interpretations without the true uh, looking at who she is inside this. All right. I'm repeating myself, I think. All right. Big hugs to you. If you want to see more of my writing, you can find a lot of videos, blogs, and books at theparadigmshifts.com. And um, that's pretty much it. All right. Bye for now. Thank you.